0: It's Tuesday, October 4th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Wall Street soared to its best day in months Monday in a widespread relief rally after some unexpectedly weak data on the economy raised the possibility that the Federal Reserve won't have to be so aggressive about hiking interest rates. The S&P 500's leap of 2.6% was its biggest since July, the latest swing for a scattershot market that's been mostly falling this year on worries about a possible global recession. Wall Street's main measure of health was coming off its worst month since the coronavirus crashed markets in early 2020 and is still down nearly 23% for the year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average jumped 2.7%, and the Nasdaq Composite gained 2.3% in Monday's widespread rally that swept the vast majority of U.S. stocks higher. Stocks took their cue from the bond market, where yields fell to ease some of the pressure that's been battering markets this year. In other news, the Supreme Court has agreed to decide whether social media platforms can be held liable for terrorist propaganda uploaded by users, opening a new challenge to the broad legal immunity provided to internet companies by the law known as Section 230. The court on Monday took up a set of cases in which families of terrorism victims allege Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube bear some responsibility for attacks by Islamic State based on content posted on those sites. Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act has come under intense scrutiny from lawmakers in recent years, but this is the first time the Supreme Court has moved to weigh in on the foundational internet law. The court agreed to take up Gonzalez v. Google, an appeal by the family of Nohemi Gonzalez, a young woman killed in an ISIS attack in Paris in 2015. Ms. Gonzalez's family alleges YouTube, a subsidiary of Alphabet Inc., Google's home parent, aided ISIS by recommending the terrorist group's videos to users. Around the world, North Korea flew a missile over Japan for the first time since 2017, Seoul and Tokyo officials said, a significant escalation that led to Japan issuing warnings for citizens to take shelter. A single intermediate-range missile was launched at 7.23 a.m. local time from the north's Changang province bordering China, South Korea's military said. The missile flew about 2,800 miles, hitting an altitude of roughly 603 miles, according to Japanese and South Korean assessments. The Japanese government issued warnings for citizens living in the projected path of the missile to take cover as it flew past northern Japan before falling into the Pacific Ocean. North Korea has launched a series of short-range weapons in recent weeks. But Tuesday's launch appears to be its longest range launch since testing an intercontinental ballistic missile in May. South Korean President Yuk Su yol following the Tuesday launch, warned of a resolute response from the international community and the country's allies. South Korea's National Security Council convened a meeting shortly after the test. Back in the US, several major automakers reported U.S. sales declines in the third quarter as inventory levels remained pressured despite some improvement in recent months. General Motors posted a 24% jump in third-quarter U.S. sales as its vehicle availability increased after it was disproportionately hit last year by supply chain constraints resulting from COVID-related shutdowns in Asia. The auto industry has grappled for nearly two years with choppy factory schedules and thin dealership stocks stemming from semiconductor shortages and other supply problems. Those troubles are easing and vehicle availability is slowly improving, the car companies say, but now rising interest rates and other economic pressures are starting to put a damper on the car-buying moods. And Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khamenei responded publicly on Monday to the biggest protests in Iran in years, breaking weeks of silence to condemn what he called rioting and accused the United States and Israel of planning the protests. Speaking to a cadre of police students in Tehran, Khomeini lambasted the protests as a foreign plot to destabilize Iran, echoing authorities' previous comments. This rioting was planned, he said. These riots and insecurities were designed by America and the Zionist regime and their employees. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast also sign up for our newsletter at TheMorningNews.com. Thank you for listening.